live and we're live and we're live. Welcome to the third installment of Daddy Rips and DPZ Bowman Baseball Show on the Luka Nation Network. I'm your host, DPZ. With me, Daddy Rips. Michael. What's going Daddy on? Rips. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Appreciate so it. Let's do it. We had some takes last week and got some feedback. I think people were really feeling Daddy Rips picks. They like the money, they like the Aaron Judge. <laughs> You know, V Christian Yellick, and that's great. I was the opposite. It wasn't well received. That's okay. Um, <laughs> people wondered whether I even watched baseball, and I had to correct them. Yes, I've been watching 21 years of losing Mariner baseball. And before that, because I grew up near the Canadian border, I got nothing but Canadian television. I watched uh, Blue Jay baseball. So I got some winning baseball in the early 90s of the Blue Jays. But no, no, I've watched a lot of baseball. I'm just going with a, a gut feeling I have, and we'll see if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, you can plaster me everywhere. I don't really care. It's all good. It's all fun. However, that's right. Uh, Daddy Rips has been picking some winners recently. The Dominguez pick is looking like it's making some sense. Marciano making some sense. Garrett Mitchell will find out. Yeah. Um, but we got some more fun things to talk about. I think uh, I think you got some some topics to cover here, some things you want to share, some prospects that are performing well in spring training. This is about the time where people start thinking, okay, who's going to make it on the major league roster? Who's showing up? Who may, who has a, who's earning a spot on that roster, and who's going to actually have a big year potentially? So talk to me. Let's guys. see what that. Uh, what what jersey are you rocking today? This is Chipper Jones. Oh, I love that. Mitchell and Ness. I tr I'm trying to rock a different. You should have told me. I would have. I would have thrown on my Andrew. I had a. I have an Andrew Jones one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think at one point I had like 20 Mitchell and Ness jerseys. I bought a ton of them, and then I'm like, I don't need 20 of these, so I sold most of them off. But yeah, I've kept a couple. I got a, uh, a Kirk Gibson Dodger, Bo Jackson Royals. Got nice. a couple Griffies, and then and then this, of course. But yeah, it's uh, Mitchell and Ness is kind of it can become an addiction if you don't get. If you're not careful about it, because then they oh, start yeah. sending you 40% off, 20% off. You're like, oh, wait, that's kind of nice. I'm rocking so. the, uh, my name tag, our name tags are matching my shirt. I'm rocking the the Brady when he was super hammered after winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> and that, that's important because that has something to, we're, we're going to talk about Brady today. So why don't we Yes, off we are. With, let's segue right into that. Let's talk about that Bowman Chrome product and the Brady chase. Is that going to be a real thing? Talk to me about it. Unpack that for me. I hope it's a real thing. I think it's great. You know, some people were, some people are like, why this is just going to, you know, bring all the Brady, you know, it's like, there's a lot of Brady collectors that don't have, don't even touch baseball. So you're going to bring those guys into Bowman. And you know what? Listen, there's the Luca one of one bounty going on right now. You got guys like Shine and um, uh, yeah, all these other guys with these bounties. It's like that's just gonna bring another bounty in. You know, someone's gonna throw up a bounty. Hey, the Super Fractor Brady Bowman auto. That's it's just gonna bring more more uh, attention and hype into the product. I hope it doesn't bring too much hype because. I hope those those boxes don't come out at like eight nine hundred dollars a box, and then, you know, it's people get priced out of them just because of, just because Brady has autos in them. And I hope what they do, if it is true and if it does come to fruition, I hope that all of his autos are SP. Like keep them to and tops fanatics. If if anybody hears this, keep them to like true blue, like true blue or better or whatever it might be. Don't. 
don't overproduce the autos because they did that with select like Panini actually did it right with, with Brady autos is I think he only had like 20 autos in select. They were like, there was like a, a auto to 10, an auto to five. And then the one of one it was like super, super SP. So I think that would be awesome if they did that. And it's going to bring more people into, into baseball. There's so many Brady collectors out there that, that have never even tapped into baseball. And I've tried to bring, I'm like reeling these guys in, man. I've, I've brought in some guys that never ripped baseball before. And I just told, showed them like, Hey, uh, you could spend $35,000 on that flawless case that you just paid. And you got about $600 back in cards, or you could buy like eight cases of Bowman Chrome HTA and, and get hundreds of autos and have that outside chance of, getting that $10,000 card or, or, or that prospect that gets called up. So I've been, I've been trying to reel those guys in over to baseball. It's, it's, it's not sexy, but it makes sense. I guess that's, that's, that might be our, that might be our Bowman tagline. It's not sexy, but it makes sense. It's not sexy, (laughs) but it makes sense. It is interesting though, the, the amount of money that's spent on a, on a basketball product via a baseball prospect, obviously there's the longer wait. I think with basketball, there's sort of an instant gratification. All those, yeah. all those folks that are holding jaw right now are probably not feeling too great, but there's oh also, God. it's just this, it's longer for the baseball guy. You have to be calm. You have to be very patient and wait. When's the proper time to, to sell? When's the proper time to pick up a card? Who's the guy you can actually ride for the long term? Like I think there's collectors out there that always battle this. Like, do I want to collect or do I want to invest? How do I want to do this? Yeah. Do I want to just move the card as quickly as possible, or do I want to invest in the card um, and just and to turn it around once there's a there's a monumental material moment for that for that player where you could actually turn it into some cash? I think that the, even so, though the baseball it's a long road, so it takes it takes time. And there's guys like we're talking. Well, I want well, I want to talk about Jared Kelnick. There's players like that that have their moment, and then they have their moment again, and then they have their moment again because mm-hmm. they're they're basically flipping between AAA and and the big leagues. And I think that's a problem. That's an that's an interesting conversation so when you got a guy who actually already makes his his mark but then he gets bumped down how does that work with prospecting like i say let's talk yeah. about jerry Kelnick. he's obviously he's having a hot spring four home runs batting 412 he's starting to uh, you know at and this point live up yeah what are we four years removed from his bowman first 2018 draft right if i'm correct if, I, if i'm correct. correct yeah 18 draft so we're four almost five this year will be our five years removed from him and like you're it's it's becoming that point where if you have his cards do you either just ride or die with him or Mm -hmm. just dump them all and go i'm just gonna go into somebody who's five years younger who just came out or an 18 year old or or wait for 2023 products that's what i did i i had i didn't have a bunch of kelna cards but i I, I got out of him and just was like, all right, I'm just going to move into somebody else because I was tired of like, oh, he's up. He's up. Oh, let's go. He's up. And then he would hit, what did that? One year he hit about a buck 20, a buck yeah. 30. Then he'd go back down to AAA, smacking home runs left and right and just destroying AAA pitching. And then you're like, oh my God, he's got it. Like call him back up. And then he, it's just like this back and forth, back right. and forth. And so that that could get frustrating, um, in that sense. But what do you think about Brady? Come well, like, what do you think if 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 that happens and they have Brady cards? 
if they have Brady cards, if it, I think it brings in a whole other market of people, a demographic of people that, that like football yeah. cards, the people that collect Brady himself, maybe the curiosity would, would bring in some more folks, but I don't know if it does a whole lot. I don't think it's going to yeah. move the big needle. I mean, it might help you out a little bit with a break here and there, and that product might get more life, might get some more people jumping in there. Again, oh, yeah. we, always, we always say it, go visit it. Daddy Rips, it, go check out his ribs are yep. awesome. His breaks are great, so go check them out. But that's, I think you would benefit a bit for that. I don't know if the long-term market would hold it. It seems very gimmicky um, yeah. to me. Uh, I just don't know if it's something that that's going to really capture the imagination of the true collector. I think true Bowman Comb, the chromies, the true Bowman Chrome crowd will probably kind of scoff at it like, eh, Yeah, but it might bring in a totally different market, right? Yeah, it could do that. You're going to have like the, you're going to yeah. have like the chromies and they're going to go, no, that's like, that's a gimmick. And then you're going to have like these other guys that come in and go, man, I, I, I have all these Brady cards. Like I want that Brady baseball card. Or, I, you know, like I said, like the, the bounties for the Luca, there's people were even throwing out bounties for the Bowman Chrome U, the football, which I don't like that product. I'll just throw it out there. I don't like it. It's called, it's collegiate. People were, people were saying this was the first year they ever did it. It's not, they did it last year. So these, some of these players already have, now they have multiple call, you know, Bowman, U Bowman, U autos and cards. I'm not a big fan of them, but, uh, but when you have the big spenders and the guys who are willing to throw these bounties out, it brings in the hype and I, and you're going to get, you're going to get guys like Blaze. You're going to get pole wax. You're going to get these big, big breaking companies and content creators to, to, to get the buzz out there for these cards. So that side of it is good. Um, I, I like it cause I'm where I'm, I mean, I'm a Brady fan. I love Tom Brady. So I, I like it. And, and I would love to pull a super fractor Bowman Chrome auto of Tom Brady. I think it'd be, cool. is it, is it going to be in the, is, do we know whether it's going to be in the product or not? I don't know if it's like confirmed or not. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I saw all the videos. I made a parody video of it, of all the people like freaking out about Tom Brady being in the product. Yeah, I um, that. <laughs> so um, yeah. if you don't know, I like memes. I like making the meme yeah. videos. Sometimes yeah. it pokes fun at people. Sometimes it's just yeah. for fun. But um, yeah, I, I I think it. I think it, I think it could be good. And, and and quite frankly, which I can't wait for this moment. I really can't. I have to say it. When when the full when when fanatics takes over, and they will take over at some point. Okay, Michael Rubin is is like on this path to just maul down the, the hobby in a good way. When we start getting Bowman Chrome football cards and the Topps Chrome football and the basketball, the the those are some of the most iconic cards. You know, you look back at the LeBron rookie cards, like the Topps Chrome and the Bowman, that stuff that. And they made up the refractors back in the day were so clean and so beautiful. The cards were so beautiful. When we get back to those. It's going to be so cool to be able to go, guys, we have Bowman Chrome baseball on the, on the table. We have Bowman Chrome football on the table. And we have Bowman Chrome basketball on the table, mm -hmm. all licensed products. And I think people are going to, that's just going to be huge for the hobby. Yeah, I think that's definitely going to help. Yeah. So you uh, you feel like Brady being inserted into a Bowman Chrome product sort of starts that path down. Of course, he's retired oh, yeah. now, so you're going to get non-playing years for anything that comes out mm -hmm. post yeah. now. Um, but still, you're it's going to yeah, it could energize 
the whole product. It can energize yeah. that whole that whole demographic thinking about football and Bowman, thinking about football and tops. I could see that. I could see that. So you also wanted to talk to uh, talk about some of these prospects and some of these uh, camps. Who are you liking? What are you seeing out there that's getting you excited? Who are you um, seeing that's getting you excited? Man, I, I I hate to go back to the well. I I I Jordan Walker, he's ready, guys. Like he is ready. The guy is just crushing the ball. I, I like I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if this guy comes out and is just just one of those guys, you know, that just comes out and you're just like. He just doesn't miss a beat from spring and and hits 25, 30 jacks this home this year. Um, I'll say it. This he's got he's got all the tangibles, he's got the pop. Like it's 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 unbelievable. And if this guy doesn't start out on the roster, I think the Cardinals are are doing him a disservice. I hate when these organizations do this when they're like, no, no, we're gonna he did well in spring, but we're we're gonna let this 35-year-old guy. You know, he's, you know, he's deserved his time. So we're going to let him play that position or, or whatever it may be. And I just feel like these young guys, like ride the wave, the guy's hot, just let him just, just put him on the roster and just let him go, you know, and don't mm-hmm. toy with them. That's the other thing I don't like. It's, I hate getting off topic here, but where these guys, they'll, they'll bring them up. They'll put them in the seven hole, right? They're not doing well. And then they'll put them in the two and they'll put them in the nine. It's like as a baseball player that screws with your mind, it messes with your mojo. Like it's all about, we have these tendencies and uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It's like a, uh, like when I, when I would go up to the bat, the plate, I would always put my left glove on first. If for whatever reason I put my right glove on first, I would take my right glove off, then go back and put my left glove on. It was, it was just, it was like a mental mind game for us. And when you do that with players, you see when players are struggling and, and like, like Dave Roberts would do it. He would shuffle the lineup all the time. And it's like, sometimes guys just like, I know I'm the two hole hitter. I know I'm, you know, this is my goal. This is what I have to do. I need to get on for the three, four hitter, like keep those players, keep them where they're at, you know? So, um, Jordan Walker, like I said, I hate to, I hate to just keep repeating the same players, but right now it's, you know, as I'm, as I'm looking at this, I mean, you have, you know, Kelnick is playing well. Um, uh, Alec Baum's playing well. Um, just going over some players on my list here. So, uh, who, who do you go, who do you have? I mean, I could. It, what I've read is that uh, Jackson Holiday showing well in camp. He's 19, but he's showing yeah. well and hit double yeah. in the Grapefruit League. So I mean, he's uh, read into that all you want. I think he's doing well. There is a player. Um, you gotta oh, find his I have name. I have one too. I have another one. He's Matt a McC- short Matt McClain. Yeah, Matt, Matt McClain for the Reds. He's a little older, but he's playing well. Um, I think I think he has a lot of potential. He's the the Reds are the Reds need need players and I think he I think he sees he sees the bigs this year for sure my my kind of sneaker the, the sneaky pick I had was a shortstop Mikel Garcia he's Kansas mm-hmm. City's number three prospect yeah and he, he slashed 323 444 498 for LaGuardia and Venezuela 
So mm-hmm. he's obviously playing year round. He has continued hot hitting the spring, hitting the cover off the ball and going seven for 11 in cactus league play. His bat to ball skills and production are forcing the Royals into a tough decision about their roster and how they can fit Garcia on it. 23 year old will get time at shortstop with Bobby Witt Jr. playing in the World Baseball Classic, but the Royals committed to Witt at short this year, and Garcia will also play third and start to get some work in center field. I think this guy could be a, uh, a sneaky pick. Yeah. Um, I don't know what product he's in. I didn't do that research. This is all from MLB.com. Michael Garcia? How old is Michael, he? Michael Garcia says he's 23. He's older. He's oh, I think that guy's in. I think he's in Chrome. I want to say he's in 2022 Chrome. Okay. They have like they had like three prospects. They're all hitters. It was uh Velasquez. I think he was in, I want to say he's in 22 Chrome. Um I could be wrong, but um well we'll find that out. We'll do the research on that, and that might be a guy we talk about. But I wonder with teams like Baltimore and Kansas City, you had a lot of young talent. Yeah, they've obviously restocked the farm. Mariners are now finally starting to see that. But I remember when we started restocking the farm, you know, Alex Gordon retires. You get a lot of these players that leave. Hosmer takes off. Yeah. Uh, but now you're kind of building that back up. I think that there's another piece for Kansas City that you could be a trade piece. If you think about shortstop logjam, if that's his true position, third base or center field ain't shabby. Okay. So he yeah. could be somebody. I mean, you saw the bat, up, the bat off the ball. If you look at this two-run homer he hit the other day, it, I mean, he's got pop. He's got plus hitting. I mean, I plus power. I think that there's opportunity there for yeah. him. I like uh, Alec Thomas for the uh, for the Diamondbacks. D-backs, He's yeah. been playing well. Um, Mark Vientos has been playing well for the Mets. Now, all, like like granted, guys, this is this is spring training. We yeah. talked about it before we even went live. Like it's a lot of those tweener players. A lot more guys that are getting, you know, they're trying to see situational pitching. How they how these guys are doing in in certain right. situations. How does this guy? How does this guy? How does this reliever pitcher, for example, they'll in spring they'll take a guy and go, how do you, how do you do if we just start you the game and how, how those are your three innings, or how do you do when you when we enter the game losing or enter the game winning and and so they they're really trying to fit, figure out their pitching staff and test things out. So um, so you know sometimes these guys will face a reliever right out the gates and maybe you know they tend to hit relieving pitcher pitching a little bit better. So it's, it is all to say like be wary because they're not facing the, the day in day out guys. Once the season starts, what are your thoughts on Matthew Lugo shortstop for the Red Sox? Uh, not a big fan. <laughs> I think he might just be a spring training. Like, you know, like, like one of these guys that just does well, um, in, in spring um it's just like he's just one of those like bland players i don't know yeah nothing exciting not, nothing, nothing exciting, exciting. No. um no, not not an acuna <laughs> not an acuna not an acuna um yeah i mean that's pretty much uh another guy i saw he's older oscar colas outfield for white Sox. that guy's wonder, gonna be good you think about you, you well you have to think about robert and, and jim and Jimenez being healthy yeah he probably have an opportunity. One of those two is going to get hurt. He's going to hit behind those guys too. So he's going to hit. He'll get pitched too. Yeah. He's probably going to hit sixth in that lineup. I'm guessing. Um, Eloy, Lou Bob, Anderson, like yeah, like 
I mean, that was the guy on my first on the first episode. That was that was who I picked for uh, AL Rookie of the Year. I, I want to say he's like plus twelve hundred to win AL Rookie of the Year. He's older, but it's like one of the it's another one of those players that he has to he has to come out of the gates and hit. He has to do well right away. I think he's twenty four. So if he doesn't do it, he's going to be one of those guys just kind of bounces back and forth. And he's only going to be called up when there's injuries. He needs to cement himself into that lineup. I think they're already saying that he should start the season yeah, right. in left field, I want to say. That's oh, right um, field. He's, he's 24. Right, I mean, he's, right he's a favorite to be the starting right fielder for the, yeah. for the South. So. so he needs to cement himself right away. And uh, that's a good lineup to, to do it because he's not – he doesn't have to be the guy, right? You know – Bobby Witt, let's face it, guys. Last year, Bobby Witt had to be the guy in Kansas City as a rookie. You could take Sal, Sal, uh, Salvador Perez out. Like, um, I know he was like the leading guy in their like home runs and RBIs last year, but Bobby Witt had to be the guy. Oscar Colas doesn't have to be the guy. You know, Julio Rodriguez didn't have to be the guy on that team. He became the guy, but he didn't have to be that guy on the Mariners. So with that, same with same thing with Jeremy Pena. No, no pressure. When there's no pressure on players, it's so much easier to go because the longer you go without producing, when you when the pressure's on, the more it impacts your your mental game, and you start overthinking things. You start guessing pitches that you otherwise wouldn't be guessing pitches. You start fumbling the ball on the field. There's things that just kind of pile on. Got it. Um, anybody else you want to talk about prospects? Uh, I don't think so. Um, okay. You know, J-Dom hit his second home run. I know we had that video and everyone like freaked out, which I literally said, like I gave both, both things on the, on that, on J-Dom. And it still had people come saying like, Oh, you know, he's no Mickey Mantle. It's like, clearly he's no Mickey Mantle. Like clearly he's not these players guys. Come on. Like, like we're just talking about players. We're just having the conversation. So don't overreact to our reaction when I say it's a little bit overreaction, but it's good for the hobby. It's good for the hobby. It's great. It's great that people are finally paying attention to baseball because when it's all set, like what's the most expensive card sold? Mickey Mantle? Mm -hmm. Baseball card. Like not, not even his rookie card, right? Yeah. yeah like true, true collector. So yeah. It's, you know, we're just, we're having the conversation because we don't feel that there's a lot of a good baseball content out there. So we're trying to bring that to you, whether that be prospecting playoffs, uh, all-star, whatever it might be. We're just, we're just talking. So um, don't take, don't take it so personal or, or, or so serious. All right. Well, speaking of taking things personally, you have some sleeper playoff contending teams that you want to share with everybody. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you come up with any or no? I, I still kind of feel like Baltimore is going to be a problem. I, I think yeah. Baltimore is going to cause problems in the AL. I just think the AL is so stacked. It's kind of hard to pick a sleeper. I think there's so yeah. many teams that could make the playoffs. Cleveland, you got the White Sox, you've got, you know, the Twins always, the Twins are always in there. Um, Baltimore is going to be somebody. I think they're going to be someone to look at or watch at, towards the end of the season. The AL I, East is. Yes, yeah, anybody so... could come out of there, right? Correct. You, yeah, a couple injuries here, a couple injuries there. You have the Red Sox, you know, the Rays always find a way, <laughs> they they put it together. You know, the Yankees are all, you know, the Yankees, like, I, I, 
I don't know. I don't know who's going to win the AL East. I don't know. You have the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the the Rays, the Orioles, and the Red Sox. Any that's one a, of those that's teams, a coin flip. That's a coin flip. Yeah, any point. one of those teams can win. Yeah, and people Baltimore are like, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, people, are, you know, you know, the Red Sox are an organization that I, I remember. What was it? Two years ago, they wrote them off and they they made the playoffs. You know, they they got hot at the right time. So anybody out of that out of that division, anybody can win it. I really I really believe that. I mean, I think the Orioles, like I said, I the Orioles. In, in the first episode, they were my team. They were my, my, my like sneaky team that I think they, they can go deep in the playoffs. They have the, they have the young talent. They have, they can get that momentum. Um, they're, they're a sneaky team. Um, I will give you the, I'll give you this take. This is my take. It may not be a sleeper contending team, but in the AL East it, it is, you could be a coin flip of who wins it. But I think the Yankees finished last. I think they're really? dead last, dead oh last God. team at the end of the year. I think Aaron Judge gets hurt because I think I think he's overrated, and I mm-hmm. think that the Yankees finish. They finish the season in last place. They don't make the playoffs. Oh my God, that's, that's a what take I think. right there. That's a well, take. I just think it. I, you got so much. There's so many teams in the AL in general. Yeah. So even if they're fighting for a wild card, even if they're in last place and they're a winning baseball team, which would be hard to be if you're playing in their division. So I think that they still struggle to get out of the cellar. I think they're still a decent team. I just don't think with the, the talent that's in the American League right now, they're going to be able to poke through. I think it's a, a yeah. last place team. I think if there's anybody that wins the AL East, I would say I think Toronto finally puts it all together. And I think they actually walk away with it. Seeing them in the playoffs last year, I mean, I think Vlad's going to have a good year. Bachet, you talked about Bachet. If he plays to his card, mm-hmm. that's a really good team. I think they got better in the offseason. Um, you know, losing Hernandez kind of hurts, but still, I think that's a team that probably pulls through in the end. I think Tampa Bay is right there in the end. I think Boston and Tampa Bay are, are, are jockeying for that third position. I think, I think New York's just out of it. And yeah. I don't think Aaron Boone survives. I think he gets fired at the end of the year. <laughs> that's so great. Um, I'm going to say my other team is the Cardinals. The Cardinals can be real scary, real scary. Um, you have, I mean, Nolan Gorman, Dylan Carlson. You're going to have Jordan Walker at some point is going to be going to be in the bigs. Um, I, I just I don't see how. I think they were like on the cusp last year, right, of the playoffs. They were right there, right. They they kind of had like a push towards the end, but um, I could see them being a scary team as well. Um, other than that, it's there's so many teams now that are just there, right? There's like ten teams. It, well, in the AL, in, in the AL, there's about fifteen teams vying for those playoff teams, and like the NL, there's like 10, 12 teams. Like there's so many quality teams now that uh, so you just you just never know now. A couple, an injury, like I said, an injury here, an injury there, and who knows? The Dodgers might miss the playoffs. You know, we lost the Dodgers lost a lot of players and mm-hmm. with luck's going down and um, who knows? It just, you know, we'll see. And before we jump into the next topic, I wanted to ask you something I thought about earlier. Um, it's sort of off topic, but yeah, players, current team rookie cards. So if you have a Bowen first, let's use Jared Kelnick for an example. His Bowen yeah. first is with the Mets in a Mets jersey. 
and then he has a Topps Chrome update gold refractor or just the, the update Chrome auto card that's in the Mariner jersey. Yep. I obviously a Mariner fans are going to prefer him in a Mariner jersey, so they're going to probably lean towards the Topps update, the Chrome rookie. Yeah. Obviously, there's, he doesn't have a lot of products in that year, so he kind of lucks out. I used to hold one of those and I sold it. Yeah, I got out of him, but. The Bowman Chrome I had as well, and I got rid of it because I just didn't want him in a Mets jersey. So, is there a is there a, a market for a player that gets traded like that? That where that that card um, could actually, or does Bowman Chrome still win no matter what? Bowman Bowman wins. I, I I'll say this: I just watched a video, and I'm and I'm not knocking this guy. Um, you know, he has his opinion and his take, which is fine. It's, he's a content guy, and he's talking about baseball cards, and he and he says. He says, calls it the Bowman first rookie card. And I'm like, those aren't rookie cards. Like there's, there's, there were rookie cards and Bowman first are worlds apart guys. They're worlds apart because you can have a Bowman first. A guy could be 16, 17, have a Bowman first card. He might not make the mate. He might not even get a, an actual rookie card for four or five years because he might just be stuck in the system or super young or an international player that comes over and, and there's limitations on when, he, you know, all these things, please. They're not, they're not a, the Bowman first is not a rookie card. It is their That is their Bowman. That is a, it's a Bowman first card. That's it. Because even after that, you're still going to have prospect cards. You're still having a Bowman prospect cards of those players. It's really very rare where you have a guy have a Bowman first card in 2022. And then they're in the bigs in 2023. Very rare that you'll see that. Um, then that's when the rookie cards kick in. Topps Chrome Rookie, Bowman Chrome Rookie, you know, all the the, the actual rookie cards. Because when it comes down to it, the Bowman first cards will, will always, always outsell the rookie cards because of the fact of how many rookie sets these players are getting now. Topps Chrome, Tops Chrome Logo Fractor, Tops Chrome Cosmic, Tops Chrome Sonic, Tops Chrome Black, Tops Chrome Gilded. There's they're just making all these products, and you're like, oh, Julio, Tops Chrome Ben Baller. It's like gimmick, 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 gimmick. You cannot gimmick the Bowman first. You can't. Are they making a little bit more of it? Yes, they are, but there still be a select about the amount of those cards. A true red Bowman first and a true red tops chrome, worlds apart. It's not even a question. So I know this guy said it was like a generational thing, right? Where, oh, well, my generation calls the first, this this is like a rookie card. It's like, no, it's not a rookie. It's a Bowman first. Because if you tell people this is a Bowman first chrome rookie card, then people are going to have it in their heads that that's a rookie card. It's not, it's not the same. So, cause then what happens is in three years when they go, well, why is he, well, what do you mean? Then you're getting people confused, right? Cause then when the tops Chrome card, rookie card comes out, then they're like, wait a second, but you said that Bowman first was his rookie card. Now he has a top. Why does he have a rookie card in three years later? <laughs> so you really have to keep it separate and you have to make sure people, cause I, I try to explain the Bowman to the tops and all the, I try, it's so hard because people are like, well, what do you mean? Like, well, this is just this like first card that they're going to produce of this player. This is the first. And then 
it's, it's so I, I it's so hard because then you have to describe people to people about oh this is an auto only guy well why is he an auto only guy oh, okay well he, they couldn't get him to sign in this product so they moved his auto it's like it's so hard to explain but once once you get it you understand like the products and and how it kind of falls in line just don't confuse people you know leave the rookies aside so especially now because when 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 Mike Trout had rookie autos there was like two products he had he had rookies rookie autos in now there's fucking 50 there's 50 products where you can find a Julio auto you know definitive diamond icons transcendent all the tops chrome products all like and that's not even that's not even bowman it's just like all the top stuff you know so well let's segue into that conversation i mean it's yeah. a perfect segue i mean you you definitely chose up and chose violence over this whole topic i can tell <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah. you're, you're passionate about it i yeah. think there's a, there's the misinformation is could be very damaging because folks will spend money Assuming it's one thing and then learning another yep. after the fact, and then you, you lose money there. So it's important to understand that. On this show, folks, what we'd love to do is teach you more about the products and why you know Bowman Draft, why Jared Kellenick was in Bowman Draft. What we learned from the last couple episodes, he'd be in that product because he was a stateside player from high school. So that's a product he's going to end up in. Or you're, he was playing in college ball. That's where he'd end up as well. We got the you know Bowman Chrome and, and the Bowman Chrome. Uh, the Bowman and the Bowman Chrome usually are more the international players. So. Learning all of those things helps you understand and dis differentiate between why and what. And then there's the auto-only player. That's a whole other layer that we can dive into and keep unpacking so you understand more about that. But let's talk about products. Tops is going to be eliminating Tops Gold Label, Fire, uh, Gallery, I believe. Mm -hmm. And there's something else I forget. The uh, Archives, Bowman Chrome X, Clearly Authentic, Fire, Gallery, Gold Label, Opening Day, and First Edition. And I can go into some of these because... A lot of these are just, like I said before, they're gimmicks. They're gimmick products that they're making money off of people. And, and people are thinking like, oh, I'm hitting a big card. And it's just, a lot of these are like these buyback cards, they call them, right? Clearly authentic or uh, like archives. They, they, they get a card that's not even really a card that's supposed to be autographed. They stamp it and says it's out of 25. And then the guy signs it. And it's just like a regular, you know, old school Greg Maddox card, right? They stamp it and says it's out of 25 and then he signs it and they're like, oh, I hit a Greg Maddox card out of 25. It's like, it's just a, it's just kind of like a base paper card that they turned into an auto and then like put it in a product and call it archives, you know? So I think fire is more of like a retail company or a retail product. Clearly mm -hmm. authentic is another one of those. It's just, I'm not a fan of Bowman Chrome X. I believe this was a COVID product. Mm -hmm. I believe this came out. They made this during 2020. The same thing with first edition, which I'm so glad they're getting rid of first edition. Okay. I love Bohm. 2020, they came out with first edition. And that was the first edition. Okay. You don't keep coming out with first edition the next year. Because it's just first edition. Like a first edition Pokemon. You don't yeah. keep coming out with another first edition Pokemon, another first edition. No, it's first edition for one reason. It's it. <laughs> if you want to call it second edition and third edition, then do that. So the first edition, I I'm so glad they're getting rid of because that, because they just kept making it. 
And I just felt like they're just like, this is just a money hungry thing because you're just watering down the product. And then they were throwing that out before they were take, they were throwing first edition out before draft would come out. So they're like, Oh, here's first edition draft. And then people were spending their money on that. And then by the time draft came out, that product would just tank. So like I said, it was just, it was just like a, it was like a money grab. So I'm so glad they're getting rid of that. Uh, gold label, not a big fan of. I, I do like the um, the gold label autos, like the the framed autos they had in there. They it had a transcendent type feel to it, and it, it, but they just didn't sell. Um, well, gallery. gold label. Understanding gold label, let me interject. Gold label actually was a pretty decent set in the '90s. Like I'm yeah. purchasing, I'm purchasing a, a, a Ken Griffey Jr. red um, class three. PSA 10, I mean, it's out of 25. This gorgeous card. But even then, back then, they were, you know, copying Flair Showcase Legacy cards. It was like their response to that. Yeah. So the set really has, you know, has a few good years in there, right? I think it's like anything. A lot of the best cards were in that that time frame that had that magic between like 94, 95, and 99. But the latest installations of them are just, I don't know. It, it just, it's just, it feels like a, just another product. Yeah. Which is... So what what else what other products would you eliminate if you were to add to that list? What other products would you add? Oh to man, be eliminated? I would. What I would do is this: you have all these tops Chrome products, okay? And I hate saying it this way because it's sound. It's going to sound like a cheap way to do it, but I would take just do tops Chrome the way you do tops Chrome, okay? That's fine, but. Instead of eliminating products, what I would do is I would take the Topps Chrome Black, the Topps Chrome Logo Fractors, the Topps Chrome Gilded, the Ben Baller Topps Chrome, like all these Topps Chrome, Topps Chrome, even uh, I would keep Sapphire out, but I would throw all these Topps Chrome products that they keep making and I would throw them into one product, one just product. one product. Yeah. And it's like a... Or not chase. a not a hit draft type style, but you're chasing all you're chasing those in all in one product. Yeah, that way, I don't know. I just feel like it's watering it down. And 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 the the, the list that I'm looking at right here that they're eliminating, it's all cheap stuff. And I, when I say cheap, like it just feels cheap. You know, when you open Panini Chronicles stuff, it's cheap. It just feels feels like it's printed like 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 I I just took this thing and I just put a card on it and just threw it in a box. It just, it just feel, it feels cheap. So I'm glad they're getting rid of this stuff. I loved the first edition when it came out in 2020 because it was, it was first edition. It was the first edition and, and the foils were really cool and they threw in autos in there that were super rare. I think it was like one in 10 boxes, super rare. And that was some, some sort of like the chase, mm -hmm. but I, I love seeing this. I love seeing this. It gets me like excited because I want to see them, throw out more stuff, you know, get rid of, get rid of some more stuff. So it's a, it's a good start. I, I think they, it says here on uh, the, the, um, the website, it says that they're getting rid of opening day, like opening day is such an ass product. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. If you open that, I'm so sorry, but it is, it says it's been around, it has been around the longest continuously. So um, it says that it, it, this set, which closely mimics flagship Topps baseball, dates back to 1990s. Yeah. Well, we're in a new we're a new collector era, so get them out.
Yeah, I think there's a lot of product that could probably stand to be looked at closely and go, hey, this is product makes sense. Um, I think Tops needs to identify what's their response to National Treasures Flawless. Is it Dynasty? You know, yeah. is it uh, is it Transcendent? The other product you have Transcendent, which is the most expensive. Then you drop down to Bowman Transcendent. So you have Tops Transcendent, Bowman Transcendent. Then it goes to probably Diamond Icons, and then you have Definitive. Then you have Dynasty. Those are what I would say the top like echelon. If I say trans, when I say transcendent, I, I would compare transcendent to eminence, actually panini eminence. Eminence is that big. They only come out with like basketball every two years, football every two years. I would say it's an eminence style because it has like the layers in the briefcase and you have the foam. And um, so, and then, and then obviously like diamond icons, I would compare to, um, I would compare diamond icons to probably flawless because it's all on card. So, Hey, you, you might want to save this. My computer's freaking out on me right now. I'm getting this like force quit app uh, <laughs> application. I swear. Right, I swear. All right. I'm getting, so. I'm getting this. I'm getting a force quit application. And the last time this happened, it literally just shut down my whole computer. This well, before you run, before you run, we're going to run anyway. Why don't you give us yeah. your daddy picks to rip? I'm going to tell you right now, real quick. Before this freaking thing goes, right now, 2016 Bowman Chrome. If you can get your hands on those boxes or a case, go buy it. It doesn't make any sense, okay? You have Vlad, Tatis, and Soto, and O'Neal Cruz in that product. Go. I think there was a case on eBay, I want to say, for less than $15,000. I know it sounds expensive, guys, but you don't understand. If Tatis comes back with a bang, if Vladdy does what he keeps doing, and if Soto does what he keeps doing, and O'Neal Cruz, imagine if O'Neal Cruz has an MVP type season. Those box, those boxes at one point were five to six thousand dollars. I think they're like around eleven, twelve hundred dollars right now. If you can swoop up some of those boxes and either hold them, or if you want to rip them, rip them. I would hold because I think they're going to get over two thousand, two to three thousand dollars again, and I think it's a great. Just just buy it and stash it. You have four amazing athletes in that class that could that are not only athletes, but they have the swag and they and they can carry that product. All four of those guys can carry that product. I don't care about the Tati stuff because guess what? When he starts hitting home runs again, people will it's just gonna go out their brains and they're gonna go, I'm gonna go buy his cards again. That's my pick to rip. That is pick to rip. You heard it here. On Luca Nation my, Network. My computer's is, freaking out. <laughs> this is episode three of the uh, Dead Airs of DPZ Bowman Baseball Show. Go check out your uh, 2016 Bowman. And obviously, be smart how you're buying. We're not telling you to buy stuff. This is not you know, a financial advice show. We're not. Be, be smart. Stay within your means. Maybe pick up a box if you can afford it. Hold it. Sell it later. Do whatever you want to do. Be smart. Talk to your significant others. Don't just spend money. But more importantly, thank you for joining us. Comment below. We're going to have some stuff. In, I know you're going to be probably mad at me over you're the You're going to lose me in like two seconds. <laughs> Peace out, guys. With nearly 40 years as the most trusted resource for collectors, dating back to the first Beckett magazine in 1984, Beckett has been the brand that bridges generations of the hobby. We're happy to be partnering with Beckett and look forward to keeping you all updated on the big things happening at the company in 2023. Beckett. It's the name you know and the name you can trust.